Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another edition of Lab Talks. Today is the 8th of March, and I want to wish on behalf of everyone here at Alchemy, a wonderful International Women's Day to everybody. I get to host today's Lab Talks in Ben's absence, and I'm really excited about this, as this is a topic that is very relevant to what is happening around us today, and also one that I'm personally very interested in. Um, before I reveal what today's topic is, I'm joined today by two wonderful people that I've worked quite closely with. The first is Thomas Covell, who is our community lead and has been absolutely splendid in providing support to all of our community members. The other person joining me today is uh, Millie Putley, who is the head of marketing at Alchemy. Um, welcome, Thomas. Welcome, Millie. Today, we talk about the different scams that are going on around us, which unfortunately, quite a few of our friends have fallen prey to. So we thought it's best for us to talk about how these attacks are carried out, what precautions we can take to avoid falling prey to such scams, and what Alchemy is doing to prevent such attacks. Um, Thomas Koval has been at the forefront of supporting our community and ensuring that uh, our community members receive the support that they need and uh, and that they don't fall prey to any such scams really. And uh, Millie, on the other hand, is working very closely with both Thomas and the development team at Alchemy uh, to ensure that we are putting the right kind of controls to prevent uh, such attacks. So I look forward to speaking in more detail with both Thomas and uh, Millie. Thomas, Millie, welcome to today's podcast. The, the agenda for today's uh, lab talks is that we have been seeing quite a few uh, scams that have been going on around the community. We have seen um, some um, community members being scammed off their uh, ads tokens. We've seen uh, fake handles being created. We've seen all sorts of phishing attacks that, have be that are being carried out. So this, this uh, podcast is to talk about the different types of scams that are happening, how people can keep safe, what Alchemy is doing in order to help protect users, um, and uh, we will have different perspectives. We will have uh, Thomas talk about uh, how he sees all of these attacks being carried out in the community and the kind of precautions that we can take. So Thomas, Millie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Okay, so let's uh, first start with uh, some of the recent happenings, Thomas. Um, off late, we have seen quite a few attacks that have been carried out on the community members. So can you give us a brief about what are the different types of attacks that uh, uh, users have fallen prey to in the recent past? Yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate, obviously. It, it really saddens us to see that, you know, some, some of our, our you know, most um, un, sort of, um, community members have been, been hit by these. There are, I guess there's two distinct types of attacks. Um, there are ones which target Alchemy specifically, and then the ones that target Alchemist wallets. Um, and the first, I, I guess, targeting Alchemy specifically, we have things like airdrop scams. Um, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate the way that a number of the channels that we use work, um, which make it either easy to completely clone an account um, on Telegram. Um, there's basically nothing stopping someone from creating um, a group that's named exactly our group or a profile that's named exactly like myself, and that happens quite frequently, um, which allows people to essentially message or invite people to those groups and offer them things like uh, fake airdrops, um, which ask them to connect their wallet to something that's not alchemy, um, and ask them to give permission to do something like essentially access all of their tokens 
um, and essentially take those out of their wallets. Um, then we have members of the community who have their ads tokens in a, a wallet along with other things or a wallet they use for things like minting NFTs um, or airdrops from other communities. Um, and when they're connecting to those other airdrops or other um, community minting um, sort of things for NFTs, it turns out that those are essentially scams themselves and um, those scammers are going to access their entire wallets and are taking all of their tokens, irrespective of what those are, some of which, unfortunately, are ads. Um, so it's both those direct attacks at ads, um, but also just attacks at the wallets of alchemists. Um, either way, at the end of the day, we're seeing quite large amounts of ads being stolen by, um, by scammers. Um, and it's really unfortunate. I think there's a number of things, quite sim simple things that people can do. Maybe it does require them to be you know, a little bit more thoughtful or just take a bit more time or just like be a bit more deliberate in terms of, you know, where they put their ads, um, maybe, you know, put them in other wallets from the wallets they use day to day or various other things they can do just to protect themselves. Um, because at the, at the end of the day, these attacks aren't going to stop um, and we need to all be sort of mindful of them um, because we know that, you know, um, alchemy is, is something we're all in for the long term, uh, which requires us to sort of keep hold of those those tokens. Yeah, thanks, Thomas. So um, from what I gather, there's one attack which happens outside of the, the Telegram groups itself, where there are malicious sites to which users connect their wallets, and then they ask for permission, which unknowingly users do grant, and that will give them access to um, some of the functionalities of the wallet that they had not intended to grant. Like, for example, taking away tokens from uh, the user's wallets. Yeah, totally. I think that's the thing is that people are quite conditioned just to go, oh, great, just click through. And it's just like, there's almost too many of using MetaMask. There's a lot of yes, sign this or agree to that. And most of those things are you know, fairly legitimate. And you know, you're connecting to you know, the usual D apps like Uniswap or you know, Labs.Alchemy. And you, know, you always have to do those things. Um, people just got a condition to go, yes, of course, to skip th through those things. But when you're connecting to something new, um, or a site that looks um, like a legitimate site, but turns out not to be, um, then you really need to be cautious. I mean, one of the ones we see, unfortunately, on um, on Twitter at the moment is there is still, unfortunately, an Alchemy Exchange account, uh, which is just Alchemy Exchange, but um, with the I in Alchemy is a, is a lowercase L. So it looks very similar. Um, if you're not, it, it has as many followers. In fact, I think it has more followers than Alchemy Exchange because they've bought bots and other accounts to follow it. Um, and, you know, they're, they're being fairly active. Unfortunately, people see that. People see that other people they know follow that because some people have the wrong one um, and that kind of legitimizes it in their view. Um, and when that account is offering an airdrop, people get excited because like an airdrop is like, you've got to have it now, you've, you've got to do it or you'll miss out. So people feel the time pressure from that kind of thing to go, well, I better do this now. So they become a little bit less thoughtful than would be normally. Um, and it turns out they're on the wrong um, site. It's just one that looks very much like ours. Um, and all of a sudden they've given permission to something which had they given permission to the legitimate labs to Alchemy or you know um, Alchemy sites um, would have been fine. But giving those same permission to someone else means that all of a sudden someone else has control of their wallet. Um, you've really got to be careful in terms of looking at, at that. One of the things we say is that, look, you know, go to alchemy.org, um, go to our Telegram, find the legitimate links there for all 
all of our um, our Discord, our Telegram, um, and so forth. Only access those. Only um, use um, the links that the admins or that are pinned in that um, that that channel. Um, because you know, even we in those channels, from time to time, you know, I occasionally sleep. Um, you know, so for a minute or two, you know, other people can come into that channel and post something that looks, you know, fairly legitimate. Um, you know, so you really just can't trust anyone's post. You have to really look at who's posting it. Are they a legitimate admin? Are they posting for the main channel? Is it definitely in one of our channels before you click through? Um, so, yeah, it, it is a minefield. Um, you just have to slow yourself down um, and think to yourself, you know, it's I'm, I'm in this for the long term. I'm in this because I'm an investor in an amazing um, project, um, you know, and no offer of like something free and instantaneous. Um, should make me um, put at risk um, this investment I've, I've made. Thanks, Thomas. You've, you've covered a lot of ground there. Um, let me um, try and break this down into, into smaller points. So first of all, thank you very much uh, for saying that uh, you do sleep. So we know you're not a hologram, you're a real person. <laughs> okay, on a more serious note. Um, so you've, you've covered a lot of points here. The first point being, people get to malicious sites and connect their wallets to these sites. So there is the, the first problem of getting to these malicious sites. You know, somebody somewhere tells you that there is this site which is offering an NFT or a token airdrop or something else. So the authenticity of the site that we are connecting our wallets to, that is problem number one. Problem number two that you've highlighted, rightfully so, is the permissions that these sites, in fact, some um, even legitimate sites would ask of a user if it is, for example, a soft staking where uh, I just need to know what your wallet address is, what is the token balance and so on. There is no need for that site, which is supporting soft staking to actually ask for tokens to be uh, transferred. So there is the minimization of permissions that a site is asking for when you as a user connect your wallet to that site. So that's the second problem. The third problem is probably the most basic of all. Clearly, everybody knows that there are these attacks going on, or at least we, we, we think we do know most of the attacks that are going on, but still nobody is immune to these attacks. I would, um, you know, and, and this, this is the, 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 the true fact that as, as much as we talk about attacks and how we can, what we can do to prevent the attacks, the attacks themselves are getting sophisticated day by day. So we have to keep on top of these, understand what are the type of attacks, and then try and take the necessary precautions. So there is an underlying behavioral change that we need to bring about in order to prevent these attacks. So these are the three main points that, uh, um, that I can pick up from what you've raised. So coming to the first point, now, how do, how do people actually um, understand or how do they verify the authenticity of the site that they're connecting their wallets to? What are some of the um, steps or precautions that they can take before they say, okay, I'm going to this site and I believe the site is genuine and so I'm going to uh, connect my wallet to that site? It's actually a really tricky one because you have to have something you start with that you trust. If you, if you start from a point of something that is essentially wrong, it's going to lead you down that path. And I think that's, that's the thing with Alchemy is that, that for me, all paths lead back to the website. So they lead to Alchemy.org because that has 
links to um, you know, all of our social channels. And from all those social channels, you can then step into any of those. Um, you can see what we're currently posting. You can ask the admins if something is legitimate um, and we can, we can let you know. Uh, you know, there, there is nothing that is worth, you know, or, or that is so time bound. There's nothing that we do that, you know, that you guys do, the Alchemy, the community do, that is like, you have to respond now. We can say that right now. We, we're not, you know, th there's not going to be like a, an airdrop, an airdrop, probably. There's not going to be an airdrop you have to respond to in 10 minutes, right? So there is nothing that is worth just immediately responding to within the Alchemy community, right? Everything that you guys do is, is deliberate and measured and on a roadmap. Right, the, the, you guys aren't going to all of a sudden decide to do an airdrop tomorrow and announce <laughs> it and be able to rush into it, right? So I think people need to understand the context that is alchemy and the way it kind of works. And if people are still kind of excited by something they've seen, they have the time to come into one of those channels, um, the legitimate ones linked from alchemy.org, and um, and ask the admins just paste the link um, and just ask, is this legitimate? And we will let people know. Um, you know, we, we do in the community. You know, I, I run sometimes some giveaways and things, um, and, and and that's fine. And we sometimes, you know, people on Twitter will do the same thing. But just come and ask. It, it's it's definitely worth the time. Um, and so that's that. I think that that's fairly um, easy. Um, and you know, we will link you to the other official sites like Labs.alchemy for, for for staking and, and and so forth. But just start with the website, find the legitimate channels, come into those, ask the question listen to the admins specifically um, and all the channels we use um, discord telegram and twitter you know you can see you know who is an admin who isn't who is a mod that they will be tagged in their profile um, so you should know who you should listen to um, and it should hopefully give you the time and the space to legitimize whatever it is that you are seeing um, so i think that vector within the alchemy community at least should be fairly clear the danger is when you're seeing something outside of the alchemy community that you're excited about, but which you're putting your wallet at risk for. Um, and that's another one which I, f I feel like if you're holding something for the long term, it shouldn't be muddled with your hot wallet that you're doing other stuff with. You know, exactly. it's very easy in Meta MetaMask to create another wallet to move your ads there and to only access that wallet for staking. That's all you, really, all you have to do with, with, with ads right now. So just move them there, put auto staking on, deal with that. If you want to grab an airdrop from someone else um, or mint something, do that from a hot, hot wallet. If you've got a little Ethan, but don't do that from the one that contains your ads. At least just isolate those things. And that's going to save you, honestly, a, a, a lot of these um, scams that will prevent. That's true. And and uh, you that, that actually brings me very... Um very smoothly into the second question, the second part of that uh, uh, topic that we were discussing. But before we get into the second part, which is the, the wallet itself, uh, Millie, uh, do you want to talk us through what are some of the precautions that we are taking to prevent people from, um, you know, getting onto these wrong handles, wrong Twitter handles or wrong Telegram groups? Uh, what what is uh, What are those steps? I, I know you're, you're advertising some of the handles on a regular basis. Can you talk us through what you're doing in order to ensure that people don't get into the wrong Telegram group or don't follow the wrong Twitter handles? One thing that's been, I mean, like Thomas mentioned it, which is to do with the fact that we rely heavily on our Telegram admins because they usually get flagged the problems immediately. So in terms of like, we had a lot of 
people being added people get added into groups they get added into announcement channels they get added into main channels that might not necessarily be legitimate and probably aren't and that's one thing that we heavily rely on our like community management team to just ideally flag them to us as soon as possible and then just make the community aware and something that's been which Thomas touched on that's been really frustrating recently is that Alchemy account that um, was advertising the airdrop and I the reason it was I became initially aware of it was because what they tend to do is retweet a lot of our tweets to make themselves look legitimate. Um, so that's one thing that people can look out for in particular is that companies that usually pretend to be us are looking for a quick win so they can't be bothered to you know, come up with the content themselves. So they tend to just retweet a lot of our content to make themselves look more like the friendly alchemy team. And in addition to that, they they use it. We've had a lot of accounts that have been, they cleverly use the capitalization of I's and L's uh, to pretend to be the alchemy account. And particularly if they're using bots to drive their follower count up, they uh, tend to, they can have bigger followings than us. Another thing I noticed was that um, when you go to look at, so some of these tweets were getting like thousands of retweets and quote tweets, but when you actually go to look about the lists of retweets and quote tweets, it comes up with a little graphic with the budgie that says there's nothing here because again, that's using bots to do it. But to answer your question, something that we are now starting to do on a more regular basis as this seems to be happening it's happened quite a lot in the last few weeks is we're going to, we're posting our legitimate handles on a regular basis. So people have that as a point of reference, but I think Thomas made a great point that if anyone's ever concerned about anything, one, don't click any links, but two, just head to the alchemy.org website because that is your single, like it's your single truth for where the legitimate accounts will be. Um, It's, I mean, what's interesting is that we've had, I don't know, hundreds of people reporting this alchemy account and it's still not been taken down um like we're going through the legitimate process of doing the formal um reporting of the account and still nothing's being done to freeze it considering like it's 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 taking significant amount of money from people so we're trying to do as much as we possibly can to make sure things are legitimate but as we said before the things that you can do is always head to alchemy.org or reach out to one of the admins or one of the team um and if something doesn't feel right the likelihood is it probably isn't right and you should check with someone about it uh it's always if there's that much money at stake it's always better to check (laughs) and come back to it rather than acting out immediately thanks thanks millie um and uh, so uh, coming back to the, the, the second point that you raised, Thomas, which is um, the permissions that we grant when we connect our wallets to any of the websites. So point number one was about um, getting to know whether the sites that we are connecting our wallets to are legitimate or not, that we've uh, uh, spoken in detail. The second is even those legitimate sites, whether they are, um, you know, whatever project they belong to, are they asking you for the right kind of permissions? Are you happy with granting those permissions? Because I think the ultimate uh, control lies in the hands of the user and the user may choose whether they want to grant those permissions or not. And if they think those permissions are excessive, then, and you still want to access those utilities, the value that the site is offering, then how do we shield ourselves against losing the assets that are part of that wallet? 
And yeah. uh, I know you briefly touched upon this, but do you want to go into a little more detail? Yeah, totally. I, mean, I guess, again, I think MetaMask um, and other ones are improving over time the way they surface and explain what permissions are being asked for. Um, and the reality is that, you know, and as you say, the good thing about Upmeet Labs with the soft staking is that we're not asking for any spend permission. We're not asking to, to move um, any tokens. We're simply asking to um, you know, view the wallet um, and and so forth, so you can actually see what, what's in it. Um, and actually, MetaMask recently has, has, has made this much more transparent and actually added a security feature that I, I think for me, hopefully, will help a lot of people, which is that when a site asks to spend your tokens, which is its ability to move those tokens, to steal them, as it were, if it were um, a, a scam site, it will ask you for um, uh, an amount that you allow that site to spend rather than wholesale allow it to move any amount of tokens. Um, and it will actually ask them to type that amount in. Um, it has a suggested amount and a, a, a maximum and so forth. But basically, if you know, with respect to ads, if you're on any site, it's asking you for how much ads it can spend. Stop right there, because that's not a thing the Alchemy ecosystem currently does. Um, you should never, ever allow any other site to spend um, or move your ads. Um, and I think MetaMask has, has, has done great things there in terms of exposing exposing that. Um, I think there, there is a danger um, in terms of permissions people have given to things in the past as well. Um, there are some scams that kind of don't immediately attack people, but will sort of grant permission to the account and then wait till they've got you know, a certain value of tokens that are worth stealing and then various other things. Um, a site that I recommend um, in particular is um, revoke.cash. Um, there is also an Etherscan, people might probably use Etherscan, maybe, um, to, to, to look at the wallets and see transactions and so forth. They have a version of this, but it's not quite as intuitive. But revoke.cash allows you to see all of the web, all the DApps, the websites, they have permission to access your tokens in any way. Um, you can see what sites have access to them and you can revoke their access, which is extremely useful because there could be sites that in the past you've granted access to, um, which all which could themselves be hacked and their contracts could be exploited, which could retrospectively access your tokens. Um, so I, I do recommend, to be honest, um, either just moving your ads to a new um, wallet, which is simple and probably the cleanest and best way of doing it, or if for various reasons, like maybe you've staked um, and you don't want to do that right now because you're going to unfortunately lose your soft staking, um, but you have concerns about something you might have accessed in the past or recently, go to revoke.cash, see what's accessed, um, and just remove um, anything that might mention ads or any other tokens you, you're concerned about. Uh, the only downside of revoke.cash is that it does require a gas transaction to remove the permissions, but um, if you're concerned, then that's well well worth it. Um, you know, again, I would say that we're with the 8th of, 8th of March now, so we've got like 20 days before this current staking period ends. Um, if you're concerned about things you've been doing in this wallet but not overly concerned, Maybe just wait till the end of the staking period, um, and before you restake, just move to move your ads to a clean wallet, um, and then go and stake that wallet. Um, you know, I, th I think these things are worth it just to just to really clean things up to make sure there's nothing that might have permissions that that, that could be concerning. 
That's true. And also one of the other very simple things that I've noticed in MetaMask is that you can name your wallets. So even if you have a half a dozen wallet, you can actually name each wallet saying, this is my ads wallet, this is my USDT wallet, my whatever else, or my NFTs wallet, um, my external wallet for connecting to uh, sites that I don't know, um, you know, all sorts of names. And you can use those wallets specifically to connect to those sites. So all of your assets are uh, in, a, in a way locked up in other wallets while you actually use uh, only those wallets with absolutely no assets or um, those wallets that you are comfortable connecting to sites that you don't have complete trust over. Yeah, absolutely. I think people may be um, a little bit scared of moving things around um, just from a gas cost point of view, because, you know, a year, probably a year and a half ago, maybe, you know, it did actually cost like a significant chunk of change to move a token. But these days you're talking like five, five bucks to move your tokens to another wallet. Um, it's worth it for, you know, safety of mind. Maybe it did used to cost, you know, 50 bucks at one point in time, you know, the peak in 2021. But these days, create a new wallet, as you say, name, name it something, name it ads wallet, move your ads there, only interact with that for staking. And to be honest, your ads in that case are kind of safe as houses. Um, I, I would say that a lot of people do maybe overly trust Ledger um, in hardware wallets as, as keeping things safe for them. But we've seen some of the, the large attacks we've had have been people who have had ledgers. Because at the end of the day, you know, you insert your ledger to sign a transaction. If that transaction is one that allows people to spend or something else, it doesn't stop anything else from happening. It's just it's, it's hopefully maybe it slowed you down for a couple of seconds, but you're still you're still inserting it, still allowing it to happen. Um, they can still be stolen. Um, really, the best thing to do is to isolate um, your tokens. Um, rather than, you know, put all of your tokens in one ledger. It doesn't really add a lot to it, in, in my view. That's true. In fact, you know, um, all of your answers actually lead quite well to the to the next question, uh, Thomas. Uh, the next one, the next uh, topic that I was intending to discuss with the two of you is the security behaviors that make us vulnerable to these attacks. Because as, as far as I've seen, um, you know, having uh, separate wallets, uh, ensuring that we um, confirm the authenticity of the site. All of these are, um, some of them are technical in nature, you know, creating different wallets, ensuring that the permissions are reviewed, revoking permissions once they, um, once once the use of the site is uh, is completed, and so on. These are technical, um, uh, you know, considerations. But there is an underlying consideration which is more behavioral. And from what I've seen, mostly, and, and please feel free to add to this, uh, Millie uh, Thomas, is most of these attacks, most of these attacks are based on um, human behavior, human behavior uh, where we are probably vulnerable to um, that moment of weakness. We, we, we have some urgency. We are probably on the way to pick up somebody. We are running late for a meeting. We, we are... Uh, you know, we're waiting for uh, somebody to uh, deliver a parcel in our house. And then there's this message. And then we say, we don't verify the authenticity of the sender or the site. And then we just click buttons that we shouldn't. So there is an underlying human behavior. So what is it that you you guys think, maybe Millie, um, what is it that you think that we need to do in order to probably slow down and you know, prevent these attacks more from a behavioral aspect rather than from a technical aspect. The the really hard thing is I know 
obviously with one of our community members, he was doing something that was like quite nice and legitimate that he thought. Um, and obviously then his wallet was cleared out uh, by the permissions that were granted, um, like you guys were talking about. And I think like I kind of touched on earlier, um, when you know you have that much skin in the game in terms of like assets in your wallet, because I can imagine he probably had other assets in his wallet, um, is just slowing yourself down and taking a moment to check and think, which is like the most irritating thing in the world to say because hindsight is such a bitch. But I think, you know, when you're going through these processes and you're signing up to things or you're excited about things, the the only thing you can do by removing human error is just making sure that you have all those sort of legitimate processes in place so that if that ha- does happen, you've protected yourself as far as possible. I think as well with things like on Telegram, when you're getting messages from Ben, our founder, saying, oh, are you around for a quick chat? I need your help. The likelihood is, um, whilst the human response, because I've had it sometimes where you then kind of string them on a bit because I'm just like, Ben would not message me saying that. But um, I think, you know, it's just sort of taking a moment to step away and breathe and be like, you know, is this adjustment? And it's such a shame, really, because by human nature, you kind of want to interact and engage with these kind of things. But that it's just a shame that a lot of people take advantage. And it, we, I know you and me, Chandra, had quite a long conversation about this when this was all sort of kicking off over the last two weeks. And it can be really frustrating because you almost think like, oh, how could how could this have happened? But it can happen to anyone. Like, I know that we talk about crypto scams here, but I know a fair few amount of people. And I was telling you, Chandra, that I've been present when someone got a call from First Direct and it looks like a legitimate number and they basically took a loan out and moved money across and the person I was with basically put the phone down and was like, okay, I'm not going to get caught up in the moment here and re-rang the First Direct number from Google and said, did you ring me? And they said no. And she was like, okay, right, I need to freeze all my accounts. So... The biggest, I know, and it's a bit of a, maybe it's a bit of a rubbish bit of advice is maybe just take a step back for a moment because, you know, it's all very go, go, go. And you, there's a lot of FOMO and you don't want to miss out on stuff. But when there's this much at risk, it's sort of like taking a step back and having a breather and thinking, okay, shall I just double check this is legitimate before I jump on it? Because the likelihood is if it's too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think time pressure is definitely one of the the, the cues that that um, scammers use. And I think the other one you you reference is is is, is authority. Um, and you know, I, I get this the um, the Ben scam as well. Because the the, the, the Ben scam um, for anyone in the community that doesn't receive this is essentially other team members and admins are messaged by someone that looks like Ben Putley. Um, and unfortunately, on Telegram, you can completely clone an account. I think people don't realise that because on tele- on Twitter, you have to spell it differently. But on Telegram, there's nothing that's stopping you having a display name that is exactly like anyone else's. So there are very legitimate Thomas Scovels out there that look exactly like me. They take my user image, they take all of my details, um, and they will message me, message people like me. And the same thing, there are people like who take Ben Putley's. And in the case of that scam, um, someone pretends to be Ben, messages someone to the team and says, hey, I need a quick loan because I have to pay someone for something you know, legitimate. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, okay, cool. This is my boss. Um, I need to you know, I need to do this for him. And it's using that kind of you know, point of authority 
they then go like, I need it quickly or I'm out and about. They start to use time pressure. Um, yeah, they start to make it feel like, you know, you owe them and you just kind of other kind of things. And all of a sudden you just have to go, oh, okay, yeah, I, I suppose I'll, I'll kind of do it. And again, you just need to slow yourself down and go, hold on, that's not Ben. Um, or how Ben would act. And also, really importantly on Telegram, go, well, hold on. Yes, anyone can look like someone else, but wait, is this on the thread that I normally speak to Ben on? Or if I go into the channel itself and I click on Ben's name or my name, Thomas's name, um, in the channel where it says admin beside me, and I click in, is this the same message thread? Because it won't be. It'll be a different message thread. So we always say that admins don't message first, team members don't message first. If you're not sure if someone is, um, go into the channel, find their legitimate name, which is admin or team member or something alongside it in Telegram, click on that, go into that message thread, and if they're speaking there, then they are the legitimate member. But at that point, say to them, hey, just so you know, didn't, you know, it's a bit weird you messaged me first, um, you know, uncomfortable with that, or is there a reason why? have that conversation, um, but at least you'll be talking to the real person and reminding them, because sometimes admins do. I've occasionally forgotten that I don't add, I don't DM first and have messaged someone, and I will say no one's ever called me out on it. I'm like, please call me out on it. I shouldn't be doing this. I, I was myself excited to tell someone they won a prize, right? So right. what I should be saying to them is message me first yourself through the public channel, and I will message you back to talk to you about it. Um, so I can be, you know, um, against my own best advice, which is, is <laughs> watch out, guys. They, yeah, they... In fact, you know, uh, now that you say, sorry, Marie, no, no. Um, uh, so now that you say it, you know, whenever I've received a DM, there is one feature in Telegram where you can see common groups that you're part of. Right, so that is something that saved me quite a lot, lot of times because there are quite a few Telegram channels outside of you know uh, the, the Alchemy Exchange uh, Telegram channel as well, which Ben and I are part of. So when I just look at our common channels and I see that this is uh, a Ben Puckley that is not part of any of these channels that I know him to be part of, then I know this is a scammer. And there's also the fact that you know uh, when when you get a DM from somebody called Ben Puckley you immediately have a banner which says add contact or uh, block user, yeah. which means it tells you that this person has never DM'd you before. So um, while, while that could work for me because I've received lots of DMs from Ben, it may not work for everybody in the community, but then please go and check which channels you're part of, which are the common channels that you're part of, whether, whether the official channels are part of the common groups. If so, then go on to those um, uh, th those common channels, tag that person and say, I've received a uh, DM from this person. It's very, very unlikely that, that there are going to be two Ben Puckley's or two Thomas Covels on the official channel. Yeah, I, I think people do worry about offending people by not responding or checking them out. And I would just say, I've never and would never be offended if someone went into the channel to say, I got this message from Thomas, it seems a bit suspect. Um, is this legitimate? If it is legitimate, I'm happy to say, yeah, it is. It is fine. And if it's not, then I'll let you know. But people won't be offended if you check them out because we all know that scams are real and we'd rather people check these things out than just kind of like be nice uh, be nice about it. So I, I think people just have to worry less about that. They, um, they always yeah. say that um, scammers will know that they have a very limited time frame to get what they need out of you. And as soon as you go and check something, they'll start panicking. 
So as soon as you withdraw from the conversation or you would go and check or you put in the main channel and you've you've got out of their grasp of like attention, then they probably would start saying, well, no, I need you to reply now. Like, I need this now, I need this now. And like you said, Thomas and Chandru, as soon as it feels pushy, it's probably not right. Um, so, That's very true. Yeah. In fact, you know, um, coming back to the, 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 um, the topic that we were discussing initially, which was the human behaviours, these scammers seem to um, scheme to use uh, seem to use all sorts of behavioral traits to ensure that they get the information or get you to act on what they want you to do. Some of the traits that I can think of is firstly urgency. Urgency is a big red flag. If people were to say, "Oh, do this within the next ten minutes, or you lose out," then take a deep breath and say, "I'm going to count from ten to one." This is something that uh, uh, my grandfather always used to tell me that, you know, whenever you are in a position of stress, just take a deep breath, count down from 10 to 1, and then take action. And I think that works very well in the Web3 world today, where if somebody is actually asking you to take action very quickly within the next 2 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever that is, take a deep breath and think about it before you act on it. That's number one. Number two is I've seen um, people use authority, as you said. That is, I have a position of authority and I command you to do that. Please, that's a very, very big red flag. Don't act when, when somebody says something that you have to do because they are in a position of authority. The third one that I've seen um, is um, helpfulness. Thomas, and this is probably something that you, you've encountered where people um, seem to be very helpful and say, oh, I, I see that you've posted a message on the official channel and I'm here to help you. I'm here to sort out why your wallet is not connecting. Uh, can I have your seed trace and I'll sort it out for you? Is that something that you want to talk a little bit yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's extremely common. And um, yeah, is, is that, and we always try and catch when people do say something in such a way that we know they're probably about to be messaged by someone. It's like as soon as people ask something, a scammer is sitting there in the channel waiting for, you know, I need help with. And unfortunately, again, I do occasionally sleep, um, as do our other um, great admins. And so we won't necessarily be able to respond within a couple of minutes. But unfortunately, scammers sitting there possibly will be. And if someone needs something solved, um, you know, and, and we do have some things which are kind of, there is some time pressure around staking, right? The window is sort of five days or so, but unfortunately, it seems people sometimes leave it to the end of those five days and they're panicking about, you know, and especially now the window is three months. Sorry, the, the, the staking period is three yes. months. It yes. feels like if I miss out now, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck for three months. So they're kind of like, they want to get it done. Um, and so, you know, there is kind of like, oh, someone's offering me help to get this done and I feel like it needs to be done or I'm going to miss out. Um, they're in my DM saying they can be helpful. Um, people respond to that. Um, so I would say, again, um, they're very, I mean, no admins will message you first. Um, and we do try and resolve problems in the channel. Unless we say to you, please DM us. If you see the admin say, please DM us, directly DM us, and then that's fine. We'll have the conversation. We'll sort it out. We will never ask for your seed phrase um, or ask you connect to anything other than Alchemy Labs. Um, but, you know, it'd go that route. But if someone is... Yeah, approaching you proactively and saying, I can help out, um, then, I mean, they are definitely a scammer. 
um, that's in the end of story. Um, and, and even if it feels like you need to get this sorted, um, trust us. You can. It, it might take an hour, it might, might take a couple of hours, but one of the admins will let you know um, and we will get this resolved before the staking window ends. Don't worry. You know? Yes, and, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And to add to that, uh, you know, no admin will ever ask you for your seed phrase or for any money. Admins will never ask you for your money, will never ask you to transfer funds to another wallet. None of that will happen. So if anybody poses as an admin asking you for money or for your tokens or for your seed phrase, that person is definitely a scammer. Yeah, in, 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 end of story, um, which I think, you know, really kind of hopefully should knock out a lot of these things. Um, but again, people like say that they, they, they're worried about, you know, missing out on that, that three month um, staking. Um, so, you know, when it's down to the, down to the wire, um, I would say that and we will try because again, we've got 20, 20 days. Um, you know, we, we do let people know well in advance that it's happening. Um, things like KYC do take time. And it's probably the biggest blocker is for new stakers who um, you know, need to go through that process. It either does unfortunately work immediately or it gets logged in the manual queue. So it can take it a day or two. Um, so, you know, we do encourage people right now if you're not KYC, if you're not currently staking, you can go do that now. You can get ready for staking. Um, and if you have any problems, we've got three weeks to resolve it. Um, please don't leave it till the end of the month because you're going to feel more under pressure. Um, we're going to be helping out a lot of people. We might not get to, to you immediately, um, in which case maybe you're going to um, you know, um, fall prey to, to, to something um, you know, um, that, that, that you shouldn't. Um, so the earlier you get started on these things, the better. Absolutely. Um, I think that's uh, that's a very good point you raised that, you know, um, if you're interested in being a part of the community, in being uh, a part of all the offerings that Alchemy uh, is providing, please uh, go to Alchemy Labs and uh, and, and uh, uh, we'll have a link for Alchemy Labs. The legitimate Alchemy Labs link will be attached. Um, so please go on to the legitimate Alchemy Labs site and complete your KYC. Um, we are in the process of... Uh, uh, providing many more offerings as part of Alchemy Labs, uh, some of which do require KYC. So please uh, feel free to uh, complete your KYC. Um, so that uh, um, that was about the the security behaviors. And uh, um, one one last thing that comes to mind is fear. Is there is that something that you guys have encountered? Is there any bullying where people are bullied into providing their C phrases or bullied into um, taking actions. Is that something that uh, Millie, you or Thomas, you have encountered in the community before? Because that, that is something that we need to address as well. Millie? Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't know if Thomas, you wanted to jump in. But I think, you know, like we said previously, uh, if the behavior smells off, it probably is off. Um, I haven't personally encountered anyone that's maybe come to us in terms of being... I think pressured, but more than bullied is probably the reality of what happens. And it's kind of what we spoke about earlier in terms of like the urgency of needing to do things immediately. Or a lot of the time they say, um, which I've experienced, is that they need my help. So it will be one of the team members and they need my help and they need money now because they're in a position where they need the money immediately. And then you just think like, mm, that doesn't that doesn't feel right. Um, so... I've, I, yeah, I've not personally experienced the sort of like, I suppose it the urgency is a bullying 
depending on how they deliver it. But yeah, that's that would be. They're my all point. interconnected, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do think there is an element of um, belittling that goes on. Mm-hmm. I think people feel um, maybe a bit stupid for not being able to do something themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that the scammers approach it in such a way that they make you feel like oh, you're so stupid, I suppose I'm going to have to help you out. I'm doing you a favour, so go on, just make this easy for me. So I, I think what people need to understand is that this is complex stuff. You know, um, it's just not easy. The the, the, the UX for, for Web3 is, is honestly quite terrible still. Um, you know, very it's, very made, it's not made for, for, for everyday people. And the, the, the Alchemy team uh, are doing a great job at making it as easy as possible, given the tools that are on at, at hand. But, you know, all, you know, no matter what, people are having to to use things like MetaMask and wallets that have the UX they have. They are, as I said, MetaMask maybe are getting better, um, but you know they are kind of what they are. Um, I don't think it's easy for anyone. Um, you know, I've been using this stuff for years, and I still have to slow myself down, question things. I still find some things kind of a bit opaque. Um, you know, so there's nothing wrong with just admitting that this is a bit tricky or you don't get it. Um, just ask the admin questions. We're all at different levels on, you know, we're all at different places in this journey. Um, no one's criticizing you for not getting how to do something. Um, it's not just, we don't take it as a criticism of, of how the site works or of our instructions. We take it as a learning in terms of things we could do and change on the site in terms of how to explain things to make it easier for more people. Because ultimately, yeah, we're part of the you know, driving mass adoption of Web3 and in crypto. Um, we want to make it sure everyone, you know, including your mum, can do this in order to make it easy for your mum and safe for your mum to do it. Um, you know, we need to get this feedback and we need to, you know, to, to improve on these things. So just tell us if something's hard. Just tell us if you don't get it. We, we, we won't tell you stupid. Uh, we will help you out. That's absolutely what we're here for. I think that's um, so a, re- that's, that's a really nice closing sentiment, actually. I think it's like the, the, the feel of our community is that we want people to ask questions. And yep. like you said, we're bringing web3 to a community of people that don't understand it so it's okay to not understand it and we're here to help as much as we can and it's not stupid to not understand how things work and i think that's a really nice closing sentiment actually (laughs) we wrap that up really nicely thank you thank you uh both for uh joining this podcast it's been uh wonderful to have you both and uh um you know just want to reiterate um some of the things that we've captured is Admins will never DM you. Team members will never DM you. Admins, team members will never ask you for money, will never ask you for your seed phrases. Always go to alchemy.org and then get rerouted to any of the sites that you think are hosted by Alchemy. If you do have anybody DMing you on Telegram, um, on, on any forum really, uh, report them on the official Telegram handles, on Twitter, wherever you feel uh, fit. If you do encounter anybody who's uh, a scamster, please report them. I know that there are a few scam accounts on Twitter. Please do go ahead and uh, fill out the formal process, formal, um, the, the forms that are required to report those scammers. And uh, please know that there are no stupid questions. There, We are all in this together. We will support you to the best of our abilities. Sometimes there may be some delays, but we will get to it. We have a team of extremely dedicated admins. And, you know, we we are here to protect you. We are here to support you. So if there is anything, any question that you would like to ask, uh, please do so in the official forum. We will 
answer you in the official forum, but not DM you. So on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining this podcast. And thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Millie, for um, joining this podcast as well. Uh, it's been great having you. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon on the next episode of uh, Laptops. Thanks, Take Andre. care. Thanks. And, uh, Let's stick out there. Thank you. Cheers.